coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. This episode won't work. Uh, just just take, take it out and blow on it. Mark, that's a myth. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, and I am joined as I am always joined by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. Mark, how's it going? It's going so good. Patrick, uh, have you been watching the latest season of Great British Baking Show, Great British Bake Off, whatever yes. it's actually called? Well, I think it's just called Bake Off in uh, the UK, but here it is the Great British Baking oh, Show. Oh, I see. Right. Um Yes, I have been watching. Yes, I am current on it. Are we about to give like any sort of spoiler warning no, for no, it? No, okay. I don't think so okay. because I don't intend to spoil anything. I feel like my experience with uh, Bake Off every year yes. is that I start a season, I start this new season, I'm like, I don't like these people. Right. And then by the end, I'm like weeping. Right, because you, know, you don't want to see your favorites go. Because I don't want to see my favorites go, but I'm fooled every year by being like, these people are not as good as last year's people. Right. Well, and it's the the show is is great. Uh, this year in particular, I feel like they've done, they've outdone themselves with like street fighterizing the cast because you could not find a more Italian man, <laughs> a more German man. No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's like... It's true. It's almost offensive. And yeah. I know they're real people. I mean, street fighterizing is... Fair, we're bordering on punch out territory. Bordering <laughs> on punch out territory. Uh yeah, but I'm I'm really enjoying it. And I too was very sad with the most recent um uh person who went home. I won't say who. No, it could be anyone. Right, could be Paul Hollywood himself. <laughs> uh speaking of things that we would like to kick off of shows, the Sonic Forces borrowing program, I don't mean that at all. Would you like to borrow my copy of Sonic Forces for the Nintendo Switch? You certainly can if you would like to try. You can email us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com gmail and give us a mailing address where we can send you my copy of Sonic Forces for you to play for as long as you want or not play for as long as you want. There may be a copy of Untitled Goose Game in there, but that's because the goose is mischievous. I was going to say mysterious. It's not. The goose is very opaque. You know what the goose wants. It's to mess up your stuff. <laughs> anyway, same, same rules apply for the goose. Patrick, I'm really curious because um, I love getting these, like, uh, these little updates from you. Yes. How one of them has returned to me. One of them has returned to you. Do, yes. Are do we continue to get people putting themselves in the queue? We do. It is mostly people who are writing into us for other reasons and saying, "Hey, also throw me on that uh, Sonic Forces list." Totally. Which is dangerous because when I go back to check it, I am usually looking for subject lines that are Sonic Forces. Oh, uh -huh. Um. So I'm not saying if you if I haven't reached out to you yet to like no, email me a second that time that would be the, a failure of, a, of of the program, and we know that that's the not program possible. is perfect. If you do want to do that, that's probably okay. <laughs> Another thing you can do is you can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, we say it every episode, but truly mean it. We appreciate it so much when people leave us reviews. Genuinely, we just really enjoy interacting with you guys. However, 
uh, you want to interact with us, and leaving us a five-star review is a way to interact with us. It sure is, because yeah. we see it, and we read it, and it warms our hearts, mm-hmm. um, and then we give you a shout-out on the show. If you interact with the podcast any other way, uh, like faving us on a, a different podcatcher or giving us, you know... Uh, 10 uh charlie horses or whatever however the rating system is right yeah or you know you get up at church right and um you know do whatever you do at church to promote <laughs> podcasts let us know and we'll give you a shout out on the show hit us up on twitter or emailing us you know how to do that mark i'm afraid we've got a little bit of a debug and this one's embarrassing embarrassing for a lot of people not just us and that's yes. an important point uh yes so my good friend pete who listens to the show um uh texted me to say hey we are in fact 4.5 years into this witch's life cycle and not 5.5 years uh mark do you want to give us the context for why we were wrong on this one because of doug Bowser, Let new us arch nemesis mm-hmm. of Nintendo Cartridge Society. He said, quote, as we've gone through the first five and a half years of the Nintendo Switch, we've observed gameplay, blah, 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 blah. Totally tricked us. We went along with it because we are company men and stooges, <laughs> right? Like we take our marching orders from our corporate overlords and we don't think twice. Critical thought goes out the window when Doug Bowser tells us the thing has been around for five and a half years. Mark, we need to wake up. <laughs> we've always been at war. <laughs> I mean, that is sort of true. Um, but in any event, thank you, Pete, for pointing it out. Yes. We are four and a half years into the Switch's life cycle, which means, Mark, maybe we are in the middle. What is the... Uh, yeah, great point. Yeah. What is the actual quote from 1984? We've always been at war with East Eurasia. Is that right? <sighs> Something like that? Did we just expose our... Maybe we need Doug Bowser to tell us what the quote from 1984 is. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> An authority that we can trust. Um, All right, Mark, uh, let's get out of uh, this stuff and into our main topic. Now, we got an email a couple weeks ago from, or uh, it was a tweet, I forget exactly how this came to us, uh, from a listener, Anthony, who suggested that we discuss how Nintendo cartridges have changed over time, which then, of course, reminded us that uh, you know, every couple of years we have to renew our um, cartridge society certification uh, with the city, um, and so uh, we we went to fill out the requisite paperwork. Um, but here's the thing: there's a lot of bureaucracies involved, um, and they couldn't find our previous ranking of the Nintendo cartridges. Um, and so, in order to resubmit our certification for uh, 2022, which is, of course, due at the end of November, um, we have to generate a new list. That's right. Now, we don't know what happened to our old list. No. Um, and, uh, you know, this is before we had, like, a solid filing system on, on our end. We, I was trusting the city to keep these records. It was pre-podcast, for sure. Yeah, it was pre definitely pre-podcast. Um, but so now we are tasked with uh, making this ranking. Um and then, you know, cutting a check for like $50, which, you know, is like, it's fine. It's a little it's annoying. It's worth it. I'm glad that it, you know, it uh, provides the protections to the other cartridge societies, you know, not going to be taken advantage of by people, you know, looking to make a buck. Um, but Mark, we have got now a list of all of the uh, cartridges, discs, and carts. And these, we're, we're, go- we're going to get into the, the terminology here because I find it upsetting. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, um... I'm like rocking back and forth and shaking a little bit because yes, there's yes. a lot to take in here. There's a lot to take in here. Uh, I think principally among them is that 
well, we are a Nintendo cartridge society, and that is what we will always be. Um, the, Nintendo does not officially call any of their products cartridges. Right. They have specific nomenclature yes. for each one, and cartridge appears nowhere, nowhere. on this list. Yeah. Nowhere. I'm shook. So brace yourself. Um, the NES cartridge is actually called an NES Game Pack. The Game Boy game cartridge is actually called a game pack as well anything that you think is a cartridge is in fact a game <laughs> that's pack. right the super S- nintendo mm-hmm. the virtual boy uh the nintendo 64 the game boy color and, and the game boy advance yeah. all game packs yes um that leaves then uh the gamecube the wii and the wii u with game discs again that is a specific nomenclature they're not cds they're not optical discs they are all game discs and then the DS slash DSi and 3DS and Nintendo Switch are all game cards. Card, C-A-R-D. Yeah. So it's not even like the word cart or cartridge almost appears anywhere here. Um, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's a heartbreaker, Mark. It, it, it's, it's difficult to take, but I was born a Nintendo Cartridge Society member, and I will That's right. die a Nintendo Cartridge Society member. Um. Perhaps during the recording of this episode. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> um, okay, but so we, we have we have to rank these. We have 13 different items uh-huh. here. Um, and uh, I, I think the way we want to approach this, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, is that we want to think of them all holistically. Yes. So like sort of the entire package when you get an NES game, what it was in the box, in its shrink wrap, uh, and then what comes out of that box, including any inserts, manuals, uh, little sleeves inside of the uh, thing, if, if they contain any. Uh, and then also when I say holistically, meaning like throughout time, right? Because the Game Boy has a good run of like, I don't know, eight years where they change colors a lot and all kinds of stuff. So uh, this is going to be holistic. This is going to be from the Some gut. Some of them have taste. So some of them do, in fact, have taste. Um, I think just one, but may- maybe not. I honestly don't know. Uh, the only time w- the taste of one of these uh, cart uh, game packs or cards has been in the news was after the release of the Switch. Right. Um, it's the only one I'm aware of. It's the only one I've tasted. What a, maybe for our 600th episode, we'll do a taste test there we of go. all of the game media. See if we can do like a blind taste test and <laughs> yeah. be like, that's a Super NES game, <laughs> game pack. Um, okay, so... Uh, I, I think we, we have run through our list of what we're dealing with, right? Um, so uh, I think we may need to go through like each one and sort of describe what they are and mention the things that we like about them. Um, and then sort of from there, we can start to put them into like tiers. Yeah, I, I, think th- I think that's fair. I, truthfully, there are some of these that I don't have that much to say because I would, they get less special. They definitely get less special. Or some of them, I would, I guess, are less special. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, when we get into the sort of like game disc era, it's like I don't know. They they feel pretty. They're n- DVDs. N- in, yeah, not nondescript. Um, okay, so uh, starting with the NES game pack, a classic. Yes. Um, and still like the thing that I think of when I think of cartridge, right? And I know like, um, you know, part of our logo is an NES, right? Um, so like. Uh, the the form factor of the NES cartridge, that big square, um, is just so. I don't know. It's it, it it to me is the like quintessential cartridge. Yeah, when I think of Nintendo cartridge, that is what I think of. 
Um, it also came with that nice little like black plastic sleeve. Yeah, it was almost like a vinyl sleeve. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it had like the big Nintendo logo across the the, the front of it. Um, was it at an angle? I feel like it was at an angle. Um, but they didn't all have that that thing on it. So like kind of a crapshoot. So like kind of mysterious, kind of cool. Um, and this was also like during the heyday of instruction manuals, right? Right. Yeah, because now nowadays most um game instruction either happens and like storytelling yeah either happens in game or i guess you you, you know, it's just ingrained in us to find this information online right if we and have not questions in printed about it material that in- right included with but the thing. back in the day there was like not really elaborate cutscenes or anything like that so majority of like the story the character's name really like the detailed art yes that you could actually like be like oh that's what that thing looks like all happens in the game manual. So these were like yeah. thick books. Some of it to the point where like you would rent these games at your video store and they would not include the manual. It would just be the cartridge or excuse me, the, the game, game pack. pack. And um, you would just be lost. You yep. didn't really have any way to understand what was going on or how it worked or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, one of the great joys of playing like retro games for this show is looking up old manuals. Totally. Um, man, when we played Kicker, Kid Icarus, it was so fun to go back and like look at the drawings of the villains. Cause you know, like it's something that looks like a, you know, weird little squiggly with like teeth uh, uh, in the game. And then you go to the manual and it's like, Oh, that, that was a bat. Or yeah. Something. And, and the art uh, is so much fun. Cause it's all like hand illustration. Yeah. And so it's just a really, um, and it was kind of the wild west as far as like Western localization yep. Yep. goes. And so, you know, you were getting totally different names for characters in the West than it was happening in Japan and, and over in Europe. Yeah. Eventually, and, and Europe. Yeah. And yeah. And like over time, like all this stuff just became more and more uh, standardized. But it is fun to go back and look at it. Uh, this is an important uh, point for us to make as we are doing this, that we are ranking, again, because we are certified uh, in the United States, that this is the all the North American versions of these things. That's right. So we're not talking about, like, uh, the Famicom discs. Right. Or... No, no Super Famicom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, also, then, that means that we don't have to take into consideration um, the Famicom games that didn't have, like, the battery backup, for right. example. Um, the NES cartridges. Um, uh, even in their most primitive form, had the ability to have the battery in there to save data um, between gameplay sessions. Also, from the very beginning, getting unique colored cartridges. Yeah, with like, uh, Zelda. Uh, Zelda getting gold. But I think, is that the... Well, I guess that's not the only one, because there were also... Oh, my gosh. Uh, who was the publisher that had those black cartridges? What, but those were um, the... Like, they're not officially licensed yeah, by Nintendo, right? Yeah, they were the unofficially... Right? Yeah. yeah. Was it Tengen? I, I was also going to say, like, Tengen or Tengu or something yeah. like that. Yeah, Tengen sounds right. Um, yeah, so I can we even count those? No. No. <laughs> we're, we're throwing them out. I think I think we're talking, like, Nintendo officially licensed media. Yeah, I think, I think that's media. fair. That's fair. Um, so, you know, uh, uh, unless it was the... Um, uh, Legend of Zelda or Zelda 2, which also came in a, a gold variant. They're just sort of like a, a sort of standard gray. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, I think that 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 covers uh, what comes in the uh, NES Game Pack box. Uh, now let's talk about the Game Boy Game Pack. The Game Boy, first of all, it was around for so long, and th- they started messing with colors of cartridges mm-hmm. um, early enough 
and Pokemon blew it up, right? So, like, you know, the Pokemon uh, red and blue and yellow, those card, those game packs were those colors. Um, uh, when Donkey Kong Land came out, it was also, you know, that color. Um, there was a black one. Like, there, there's so much variety um, eventually in those things um, that, like, it's kind of remarkable. But originally, it was very similar to yes. an NES cartridge. Just, like, a lot smaller and would come, instead of, like, in a sleeve, have its own... Each one would have its own little plastic, like, snap case. Yeah, those, like, clamshell cases, I love. They're so... It's it's weird that they cover the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Nintendo never does that again. Um, that, like, there's a little box that you keep with your cartridge forever. Yeah. Um, it's a really neat kind of, like, innovation and feels, like, as much a part of the game pack as anything else. Yep. And as far as, like, the other stuff that comes with it, pr- fairly similar to the NES, you'd get a manual, yeah. have, like, the information about the game, all of that. Right. Um, okay, now moving on to the Super NES game pack. Uh, well, and, and also, sorry, uh, just the one last thing to touch on with the, the Game Boy is that it is a very similar shape to the mm-hmm. um, the NES. Um, I, I like that they had sort of landed on this branding, and they were like, this is the shape. It's it's like a square. Yep. Yeah. Um, Super NES, uh, we kind of messed that square up a little bit, right? We cut it in half. We cut it in half. We make it a rectangle, and it's got, like, shoulders. Yeah, I I uh, have a fondness for the Super As Nintendo game cartridges. Um, I think I like them better than the NES cartridges. They are, just because they are smaller, they take up less room. Yeah. You could stack two on top of each other, and they'd be about the size of a single uh, Nintendo cartridge. That but would be a weird balancing act, though. It would be a weird balancing because act. Because of the shoulders again. Um, they're thicker in my memory as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they also, uh, instead of coming with either like a clamshell clear plastic case or a uh, black vinyl like sleeve, um, they have these clear plastic uh, like covers for just the bottom yeah, of, the, of the container. Yeah, like where the contacts are. Yeah, j- just covering the contacts and leaving the... Uh, art on the cartridge, uh, or sorry, the game pack, uh, clearly exposed. Uh-huh. So you would always be able to see it. Uh, they also, uh, the like sticker on the game pack goes up over the top of it. So you can tell what the game is from uh, above and from the front. Doesn't, isn't that also true of a Nintendo? I think it's NES also true cartridge? of the NES cartridge, yeah. Well, so one thing we did. Not of Game Boy, though. No, that is correct. Game Boy has like a little divot for your, for your thumb so you can like pull it out of uh-huh. the machine. That's thoughtful. a good design. That's yeah, a good thoughtful. design. Yeah. Um, one point about the NES, especially <laughs> uh, on in the US and early, is that it is not a top loading system. It's a front loading system. Right. To mimic that of like a VCR. Yes. And um, I don't think it's a par- fault of the game packs, but mm. that because of the way like the contacts would line up, it would sometimes be difficult to, or your like game wouldn't um read correctly. So you right. get like. An air, not really an air, just a flashing like white screen, or you know, like the game would load, but it would be messed up, like pixelated or like wouldn't play correctly. Yeah, and, so and it, it it's weird how much of that it is just the we're at the mercy of a spring wearing. Yeah, uh huh. Um, so like you could stack another uh, NES 
uh, game pack on top of it to make sure it was like jammed down far enough. Um, but it feels weird to subject <laughs> your your game packs to that and kind of abuse. Eventually, they would release a redesigned, like smaller yeah. uh, Nintendo Entertainment System that was top loading with the same size cartridges. I never owned one of those. We always just had the big, you know, like uh, front loading one. Yeah, we we did have a top loader for uh, a, a little bit. I, they, they didn't come out until it was late, late. right? Like the, the '90s at some point. Um, but uh, the game pack sticking out of that seemed outrageous. Yeah. It's so tall. It's just too tall. Um, all right. Should we catch back up to the uh, Super NES? Yes. Okay. Did, do we have anything else to say about the Super NES uh, game pack? Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. It also has like a distinct um, pattern on it. Yeah, like little ridges that run mm-hmm. down the side. And like thick. Mm-hmm. I said little, but it's like... It's like three little lines. That's kind of the whole story of like the Super Nintendo game pack. It's a thick boy. It is a thick boy, yeah. And we'll get to another thick boy in a second. But before we do that, we're going to talk about the Virtual Boy game packs. Now, look, is this only a 22-game library? Absolutely. Are we still going to consider it in our ranking? Yes. Yeah, for sure. And is it going to be at the bottom? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. No, I would be shocked if it is. So... Uh, I only have a fleeting experience with physical Virtual Boy game packs, but my memory is that they are very similar to Game Boy game packs, just like more spelt. They they are a little more spelt. They're a little more rounded. Um, they're also bigger. Um, like they just take up more space, but they also may be flatter, like mm. thinner. Yeah, that's it's, a, they're almost, it's almost like, like a cracker. Like. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Mark and I are both doing this thing with our fingers <laughs> right now. We're like trying to communicate how thin it is. Um, they also come with uh, so they have two points of contact um, that have you know like different pins on them, but it's like very distinctly two different things that it mm-hmm. uh, like goes into the machine. And there's one like very small. Um, and it, it's like protruding contacts, right? So instead of uh, contacts like on the inside of the cart, they actually like come yeah, it's like out. It's weird. Yeah, it's super weird. But it, every game uh, game pack does come with a little like black piece of plastic that like slides in over it. It is easily lost, more easily lost than any of the rest of the accessories that came with the uh, three previous packs. Um, so most of them don't exist anymore. Um and that's really all I can uh, think to say. Th- there was sort of a uniform um, aesthetic, and this is kind of true of a lot of these uh, packs at launch, that uh, they look very similar um, in their initial release. And then, you know, as the libraries grew, they started to look different both in the box and just like uh, and the, the graphics that appeared on them. But the Virtual Boy never really got out of that launch window. Mm-hmm. So there's a very like... Um, kind of like pinkish purple and blue like kind of loud rad 90s aesthetic going on which you know is 1995 what are you gonna do um but that is sort of uniform um, across all 22 games yeah never really had the opportunity to evolve or do anything different i do have to say though um if we were ranking these by most likely to want to like spread some brie on and just real really chow down before a meal absolutely at a, at like a nice dinner party like virtual boy game pack for sure yeah if we were picking one of these to build a gingerbread house out of like virtual boy game pack in a heartbeat yep um, but we may be setting the foundation with the nintendo 64 game pack um which is a chonker <laughs> that's true it, it's it's like the uh the super nintendo game pack with a nice little like rounded dome at the top there right and it's even it's shorter right i feel yeah. like it's, it's profile 
You know, honestly, I wish we had them for comparison. Oh sake, yes, because I almost feel like the top of it may be higher than it's a Nintendo it, or a Super Nintendo. It's game a pack. nice little uh, compliment. The rounded top of the Nintendo sixty four cartridge is a nice little compliment to the whole like rolling hills of yes. the Nintendo sixty four system. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it all feels of a piece. Whereas yes. like same with like the uh, Super Nintendo. Actually, all of them I feel like are fitting. Like the Nintendo, the NES cartridge game pack is perfect for the nintendo entertainment system which is very much like was intentionally made like a vcr yes and so the, because video games were dead right, at this point yeah uh, and so nintendo needed to trick uh parents into thinking that it was uh like an electronic a piece of electronics equipment that you kept in your house and then trick kids into thinking it was a toy and stores <laughs> they had to trick stores which is why that rob the robot even exists right so they could sell them in toy stores yeah it's a toy it's not necessarily it's not like a video game system yes it's not like the atari um and so yeah so i feel like uh the nintendo entertainment system game pack fits that system perfectly the super nintendo game pack in the U.S., like, perfectly fits that very square, yes. you know, very, like, mm-hmm. deliberate, almost, like, brutalist system. But, like, with rounded corners still, though. Like, I, I feel the the Super NES, the rounded corners, versus the uh, NES. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then um, for the Nintendo 64, everything has, like, a little more, like, round, like, Windows 95 vibe to it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, there, it's it's also a, like, narrower, um, uh, uh, like, it's just a smaller footprint in general. Yeah. Except it is fat. Yep. Um, like, it, it, is, it is deep, I suppose. Um, one thing that we just absolutely have to, sh- or a couple things. Uh, one is there are no graphics on the top of these game packs. So if you have these things stored in any way except like just one at a time like you can store them next to each other and see what they are um but if you're like looking down on a row of them you can only read what the front one is Mm -hmm. um which is a bummer uh and then i think we also have to acknowledge that the nintendo 64 game pack is what sunk third party support (laughs) right like one of the biggest flaws of that system yes uh that look final fantasy 7 was going to be a nintendo 64 game and then they uh their partnership with sony fell through and they didn't have uh, a disc drive for the thing and uh you know now uh, final fantasy is all but abandoned yeah, the platform definitely didn't help I, I still though at this time game manuals are a thing mm-hmm. and so that like the unboxing experience, all that, very similar to previous generations. Um, but this is also the first time where there's no inbox, um, like, contact point protector, right? Like, there's no little piece of extra thing that goes on there to protect, like, those circuits that actually plug in uh, from the elements. Yeah, that's a... I, I actually don't really remember. Does it come in, like, a... Pla- like, a, just, like, plastic? Like, a sleeve or something? Or I that... think it's, like, a cardboard thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's just sort of, like, sat in inside a, a, a piece of uh, mm-hmm. white cardboard. Um, which moves us on to the Game Boy Color Game Pack. Now, this is very similar to a regular Game Boy um, Game Pack, except they're all that, like, clear plastic that phones were made out of in the 90s. All phones. <laughs> all phones that you kept in your bedroom. Um, and instead of there being, like, a convex uh, little, like, divot at the top of it, it's a no, sorry. Instead of a concave uh, divot, it's a convex, like a, it's a little bubble out, um, and you have to like slide it up uh, that way. Um, obviously, there are fewer Game Boy Color game packs than there are uh, like original Game Boy, but these also come with the same like sort of clamshell uh, things as, as the original Game Boy. Um, it's a cool like variation on the Game Boy, but I feel like 
I don't know, when we get to the actual ranking, I feel like for me, there's no way that they beat the Game Boy. Right. I think that's probably true, unless we feel really diff- like strongly about the uh, difference between convex and concave. Uh, well, con- <laughs> concave, right, is where it's like scooped out. No, and, I and convex. Yes, I would just yes. want to make sure that we're. <laughs> this isn't going to be a five and a half years thing, Mark. <laughs> Not unless Doug Bowser wants it to be. In which case, I'm fine with that. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts on the uh, Game Boy Color Game Pack? Um, no, I don't have a ton of experience with it. Well, we like as a family, we did own um a Game Boy Color, or maybe multiple Game Boy Colors. Um, we didn't buy a lot of Game Boy Color exclusive software. Were all the Game Boy Colors also the uh, clear plastic? I do not believe that that's... Well, actually, so maybe Game Boy Colors were... Maybe what we had were Game Boy Pockets? Yeah, probably. Because those were... Those were like yellow and like blue, and those were the colors that we had. They were very like neon. And so, um, yeah, I don't think we actually own Game Boy Colors. We own Game Boy Pockets. Um, yeah, and honestly, I don't think that we actually owned any uh, Game Boy Colors either, just Game Boy Pockets. Um, no, so I guess there were there were the the Game Boy Colors that were, um, uh, uh, yeah, there, there's like the teal one, and there's a green one. Um, but yeah, I guess sort of the, the base model is that like clear purple plastic one. So anyway, I, I like that there's like a sort of unified, um, that they start doing this like see-through thing at that point. Yes. All right, next up, we have the Game Boy Advance Game Pack. Uh, I feel like similar to the um, Super Nintendo yeah. Game Packs, where they just kind of like, what if Game Boy Game Pack, but cut it in half? Yeah, definitely cut it in half. Uh, this one also has like a very specific lip. Yes. That you have to like... Again, so you can like pop those babies out. Yeah, so you can pop them out, but it's almost more of like a, uh, a catch point for your thumbnail. Right, like the other the uh, divots for the Game Boy and Game Boy Color game packs are, are kind of bigger, so you can like you can take your the whole like palm of your hand and like slide it out. Yeah, I guess you could. I've never actually like. No, you could just like you could that. just like slap them out. <laughs> you no, like I, I guess you could like shoot them <laughs> out of it and like send the game packs flying across the room at high speeds, like you're like Gambit, but for game packs. It's not a bad X-Men character. Maybe no. It's growing out of their hands. Yeah. No, that that's really good. Except, obviously, you would want to do it with Virtual Boy Game Packs. But, yes. Um, no, I, I just feel like there's something more accessible about the Game Boy version of it. That, like, you, it doesn't require as much, uh, like, finesse or accuracy. And I'm not saying that you need to be, like, a surgeon to get, <laughs> to get a, game, a GBA pack out. But I do think it is just a slightly less, like, kid-friendly design. Yeah, I totally respect that opinion. I've never actually considered it. Like I've, Mark, I am asking you to consider. <laughs> I don't. I again. I wish. I wish we had like uh, video footage. Somebody on YouTube set up like a split cam of like yes. people like trying to get these um, just game see, packs. Just out which one happens system. faster? I mean, just yeah. Which ones happens? But I. I feel like it's prime for one of those infomercial like black and white video versions where yeah. somebody's desperately trying to get the Game Boy right. Advance wah, wah. game pack Here's out. Here's how you like use Like their house is burning it. down yes. and they're like, I gotta get this out. I can't. I mean, Mark, just picture in your mind two monkeys. Okay? Mm-hmm. You, you got two monkeys? Yeah. One of these monkeys has an original release Game Boy and the other one has a, a, a Game Boy Advance. You're right. They're popping that Game Boy one out. No they're, problem. Right away, right? Yeah. No problem. That monkey's popping that out. They're throwing, tossing it around. They're having mm-hmm. a good time. 
while the other monkey struggling, struggling to get it out of that game. And Boy that Band. monkey's not going to be able to play Advance Wars. No. <laughs> He's got to switch it over to something else he can play. I feel bad for that monkey. Me too. Next up is the oh, and uh, the Game Boy Advance also no like little plastic protector thing, right? Yeah, not to my memory. No like clamshell thing. I know that there were like. Uh, maybe a- accessories later that you could buy to to put them in, but, but probably not... at that point I feel like. Let's talk about the GameCube. I'm actually gonna Google. <laughs> okay, great. And see if the um uh what if the Game Boy Advance got it came yeah, in like a little it. plastic thing. Uh, meanwhile, I will introduce the GameCube game disc. Uh, so again, at this point, uh, important to point out that it is called a GameCube game disc. That is the official nomenclature from Nintendo. Uh, and this is notoriously a smaller optical disc. It is not the size of a CD or a DVD or whatever. It is just a small little disc. Uh, sometimes they're very cute, um, and sometimes it's sort of annoying to have to have two of them to play Resident Evil 4 on. Yeah, this was a weird one because it was like Nintendo just be, – it felt like they were just being obstinate where it yes. was like, okay, y'all, you guys want disc? Oh, we're going to give you disc, but they're going to be weird. It's going to be discs. a little smaller. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah it, it's like they acknowledged the problem that like storage on a cartridge is expensive, a game pack is expensive. Um so we'll move over to disc, but still not give you all the disc. Yes. Um, a very strange choice. Um, and also, like, Mark, I don't know about you, but for, for me, when these things move into being discs, I care so much less about the physical object. Totally. But I also feel like part of that, yes, because there's nothing, like, really, like, special about it. And um, one of the things that were great about game packs is you, like... You didn't have to be precious or special with them. Right. Um, you could toss them around pretty much and you know, they would like remain Gambit, intact. Yes. Yes. Or but like these monkeys. As soon as the as soon as that you turn to discs, like discs can be scratched. Yeah. I have a lot of unplayable GameCube games because, you know, they've just like um they weren't, weren't very carefully good, yes. taken, <laughs> they weren't carefully taken care of. Right. Right. And so you leave them out for a little bit, two of them get rub against each other, like it scratches. Um, the copy of my parents' house of game of uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee is basically unplayable at this point mm-hmm. because it has just been like worn um, in a way that and I, disc rot is a problem th- with uh, discs in, that I feel like game packs do not necessarily share that same. Game packs do run the problem of uh, their batteries die, um, so they can lose save data, mm-hmm. which is also a problem. But the fact that they were saving things on them, you know, by them by themselves without uh, need of a memory card or taking up space on a hard drive, um, that's great too. So, and batteries can be replaced. You just need to solder a little bit. Um, so yeah. I going back to the Game Boy Advance game yes. pack. I watched an unboxing of a. Um, new unopened copy of Phil of the Future for Game Boy Advance. And it is, it's just the game pack is just in a little plastic like bag essentially. Okay. So it is truly just loose in there. Yeah. With like some peanuts or something. Well, like the inside of the box is thoughtful in that there is like a place for the cartridge for the game cart pack to go. Right. But um, uh, yeah, it doesn't have anything special that you could like, retain i think it's probably at some point they realized that oh these like really nice plastic cases that we're making for each of these right. games are just getting lost or thrown away it's just a lot of plastic like it's yeah a yeah, cost yeah. And it, that and, we and, don't need to like and if people want to buy them 
they can buy them from right. us. Uh-huh. Um, so the, the, the GameCube, uh, I, there is something novel about the game disc being smaller. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I, I don't really have a lot of affection for it. Um, it's, it's, did Nintendo ever split games over two discs or? I don't think Nintendo did, but like Resident Evil 4 was yeah. a two disc game. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it's, and this is that wild that like Wind Waker fits on one disc? They've always, I feel like Nintendo's always been good. At, yeah, like, that's Their true, games are. are not that big compared to the, um, like, third parties. But, I don't know. I, I also f- feel like around the GameCube eras was when we started getting less robust manuals. Totally. And when we start getting just, like, the, it's like a, a single fold card that has, like, the character's moveset on it. Like, I know we're not at the Wii just yet, but I remember the one that came with uh, Mario Galaxy. It is literally just a single page, you know, printed on either side with, like, a one fold. Yeah, the Wii era, it really kicked in. That yeah. They were just like, we don't really do manuals anymore. Right. Um, there, One thing I do like about the GameCube game disc is they kept up occasionally, like, they printed the Wind Waker one in all, like, gold on the front. Yeah, but, I mean, all that is is just printing a color on the disc, yeah, right? Yeah, and like, it definitely feels that. less yeah. special yeah. than... And I feel like that's the problem with the discs in general. They just feel less special. Yeah, I I, I, to- I totally agree. Which means we're kind of moving into just a less special era overall. Um, it, it's... Uh, before coming over here, I was thinking about how... Uh, if we were a PlayStation podcast, this wouldn't be a topic available to us. Right. Because it'd be like, which disc do you like better? And you're just like, the answer is always the most recent one. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, that's the best one. Um, okay, let's move on to the uh, Nintendo DS game card slash DSi enhanced game card slash DSi exclusive game card. Mark, we looked it up, did a little research to get to the bottom of what's different between all these things. Can you walk us through it? Sure. So the answer is not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. The Nintendo DS game card is similar to an SD card. Mm-hmm. Is probably like the the best, and not like mini SD cards, which are very common today, but just like the um, OG. Yeah. SD card yeah. is what a, a DS game card is very similar to. And then for when the Nintendo DSi came out, there were two different types of like games that were specifically made with the Nintendo DSi in mind. I love this, yes. So the DSi enhanced cards could still play on a Nintendo DS, but it kind of like the Game Boy Color. They had... Game Bo- they had Nintendo DSi specific features that you right. weren't available on a regular DS. And then there were a handful of DSi exclusive games. And as far as we can tell, the game cards are functionally the same. The difference is that the exclusive ones are white. Yeah, that the the actual uh game card, card is, is is white. Um and there are only six uh, ever games released for DSi exclusive. Um I'm just going to run through these because I think this is fun. Uh, face training, colon, facial exercises to strengthen and relax from uh, Fumiko Inudo, uh, which was only released in Europe. It's the only one of these games that was published by Nintendo. Uh, developed by Intelligent Systems. What? Whoa. Uh, this is a whole like corner of Nintendo I'm like just wholly unfamiliar with. Um, Photo Showdown, that's F-O-T-O uh, Showdown. Um, which uh, was released in Japan and North America. Uh, Ghostwire, Link to the Paranormal, um, which was uh, unreleased everywhere. Um, <laughs> Hidden Photo, which only came out in Europe. Uh, 
Picture Perfect Hair Salon, which came out everywhere but Japan, and System Flaw, which only came out in North America. Man, if you're a big DSi head, Europe is the place to be. Uh, yeah, it seems that way. They had three games. Uh, North America also had three games. They're so just not the same three games. It just it it's just a strange man. What a what a weird yeah. What a weird library. Japan starved for DSi games. They only had Photo Showdown. <laughs> And Australia only had uh, Picture Perfect Hair Salon. Mm. Uh, if you're going to get one, though, Picture Perfect Hair Salon sounds like the one to get. Right. Then you get some good hair. Um, how, how do you feel about uh, Nintendo DS game cards? I have fondness for them because I really enjoy the Nintendo DS library. Yeah. Um, and that's like the only way to experience them is on those game cards. Yeah. We're definitely getting to the point, And this was for sure a problem with all of the portable systems. But when you get to the DS, it becomes a big problem where it's like, you got to figure out a way to store these. Whether it is yeah, keeping the original yes. boxes, which is what I did. Like, they were all in the original boxes. Or you're buying some third-party, like, yeah. you know, Mad Cats sleeve mm-hmm. that you can put them in. Like, these were very easy to get lost. They, but they are easy to travel with the thing if you have a case for it. Mm-hmm. Like... Because the game cards are so small, you could really easily fit like a dozen of them in your regular um, DS case. Yeah. Like I, I do think that is because with traveling with the Game Boy back in the day, um, like you had to pick a game to take with you or like two that also fit in whatever case you had for it. Um, because while the clamshell cases were nice, it suddenly makes the game like this bulky thing. Mm-hmm. You can't bring a bunch of them with you. Although you could just leave a bunch in you know the back of your mom's station wagon and they would just rattle around down there and be fine forever um but yeah so the the small form factor is kind of useful but yeah makes them a little bit less special i think yeah um but uh and we'll get to the comparison to the 3ds cartridge in a minute uh, i find it preferable to the 3ds cartridge i yeah another one that i haven't i don't really have strong feelings at this moment on it right but, but if well, there's we'll, another we'll monkey to, yeah. metaphor i'm i think i can <laughs> there may be, form an there opinion. May be another monkey yeah. metaphor did you say form or perform an opinion <laughs> i mean well could be true yeah, okay uh next up is the wii game disc i, I feel zero about i feel this. nothing yeah I, except maybe like a, a minor case Actually, that's not true. Mm. I do think that there was an element coming from the Nintendo GameCube that when it was a regular size disc, yes, it just kind of felt like there was a little bit of like finally in it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. where it's just like okay, like we're not doing anything too goofy. Yep. with the medium, like it's it's just a disc, and uh, but I really save the goofs for the controllers. Uh, yeah. Exactly. I do feel like um, the disappointment in this generation is what we previously discussed, where at this point, everybody, and this was not just Nintendo, it was like an industry-wide thing. Everybody was just like, we're not doing manuals anymore, right? Yeah, well, everyone have, was uh, sort of moving through the era of, remember the original PlayStation games were just like CD cases? Yeah. Like, there was no distinction between like that and picking up Enema of the State from Blink-182. Like, it's the exact same packaging. Um, so I, I think that like just coming off of that, like you have such limited real estate to put anything in these cases. I guess that's true, but like they could, they could sure cram some, you know, like, uh, input the points on your Nintendo club. Like that's that's true. That was always in there. That's true. So 
I, I, I do feel like there was a certain amount of, um, I, and maybe it was because the internet was so ubiquitous at this point that yeah. that kind of stuff was just coming online. Also, in earlier game systems, you know, the story was conveyed in the manual, and right. now with like cutscenes and more modern presentation, like that wasn't necessary anymore. But still, a little bit of a bummer. I, I enjoyed having, like, it was just like an extra treat with the game to like look through the manual and um, yeah. see those illustrations and that kind of stuff. Well, I also think we're to a point where like Nintendo especially is uh, trying to make gameplay as frictionless as possible yes. so that anyone can do it. Meaning that, you know, if even if you're the person who just picks up the controller and has nothing else to do with it, you fully understand what's happening. Yeah. And, and, you know, built into the game is you can press the minus button and it'll pull up a menu right. or you can see the controls. Right versus you know having to dig through the manual to figure out although sometimes that is convenient to be like what does x do again right what am i supposed to be doing here (laughs) um this is also the advent of uh downloadable games uh on nintendo platforms it's the first time you can do it i guess outside of the the DSi. dsi um which again uh i i never had a dsi did you i did have a dsi okay i think i downloaded yeah it was one of the like six nintendo ds systems that i owned i think i downloaded a couple of DSiWare games, but I genuinely couldn't tell you what they were. Um, so the uh, the 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 Wii uh, game disc. Um, again, you need a uh, you needed to have a memory card, right, to to save games on, on the Wii. I don't remember. Could you save them to the hard to the hard drive on the Wii? And were they memory cards or were they like they were like little pack? Well, this the nomenclature may be different. We're discovering now that Nintendo loves their packs, um, but it may. I think there was a, there were certainly GameCube memory cards that Lots, you could yeah. uh, plug in there. Yeah, maybe you could just save on the system itself. I don't remember. I don't remember either. Uh, well, so then we'll stop talking about it. <laughs> oh, one thing I do like about the uh, the Wii game disc is the Wii game disc slot and the fact that it would glow blue. I don't know. There was just something like pleasing about the whole uh, Wii design all the way down to um the light that emanated from the game disc slot yes absolutely also the we did use it appears to, that it did use sd cards oh okay well yeah that's right i remember there were they were either proprietary or i bought one <laughs> that was nintendo branded okay uh that's the wii u game disc mark we are now moving on to the nintendo 3ds game card okay to my mind very similar to the uh nintendo ds game card but it has an extra nub right on the right hand side of it so it won't physically fit into a ds Mm -hmm. um which i guess is something you had to worry about well it makes sense to me because there were so many nintendo ds's yeah um and so i think it was they didn't this although at that point somebody's already bought the game Right. I think they didn't want somebody like jamming it into their DS and then right, like, be like, why isn't this working? And they jam it in there with a, a screwdriver, uh-huh. handing it to the monkey, being like, monkey, put this in my <laughs> right. game system. Um, the, the 3DS game card, Mark, I have never owned one of these oh. um, because I went fully digital on my 3DS library. Um, the only 3DS, get this, the only 3DS game card I have ever interacted with is your copy of A Link Between Worlds, mm-hmm. which I believe is still in my <laughs> my 3DS. I believe that is from true. like six years ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so I I, I don't uh, I have virtually no feelings about this one. Oh okay. Um, yeah. I and I think that's 
the right feeling to have. Right. Like, whatever you feel about the Nintendo DS ones can be mapped onto the Nintendo 3DS game card, in my opinion. But I feel like a little less because of the nub. The little nub on Isn't the end of Isn't that a little it. more? It's a little more to love? It's like the love no, handles it's, it's less, of the though. Nintendo 3DS? <laughs> if it were love handles, if there were a nub Two on either them? side, yeah. I like symmetry, Mark. Mm, Everything else on here has been symmetric. Not a fan of Oklahoma. You I, yeah, you're damn straight. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Oklahoma. Um, panhandles, get out of here. Not about it. Uh, next, we are moving on to the Wii U game disc. What is there to say? I mean, the thing that there is to say about it is that it is it is an improvement over the Wii game disc, just in that it is a format that allows for the storage of HD graphics. Because it is Blu-ray? I think so. Or I, I guess maybe not technically Blu-ray. Right, but it's on par with, uh-huh. with, with that technology. Yeah, it's just, it, you know, if, if you feel nothing about uh, Wii then I feel like the Wii U is a more powerful version of that. Although, like, I don't know. The, I was making the argument that, like, the simplicity of the the Wii game disc is actually, like, part of its appeal because that's part of the appeal of the Wii. Um, so, like, I kind of came in here thinking I liked, one, the Wii U more than the Wii. But as we talked about it, I almost think maybe the Wii is more appropriate. Yeah, it's yeah, that's interesting. I feel like for me the there's nothing wrong with the game discs. Yes. It is perfectly serviceable, mm-hmm. but they are um completely unmemorable. Yeah. In a way that you know, the even the game packs on the Nintendo Switch being different They're game cards, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> game cards being different it it like there is a sense memory to it that yeah. is completely lost for me from the Wii game disc and the Wii U game disc because it is an interchangeable interaction with DVDs, with Blu-rays, with CDs, um, yeah, with PlayStation Three games, with right. Xbox One games, like yeah. it, they're all yeah yeah they're all identical. Uh, moving on, that well, there, there was also something about the the Wii U uh, game discs. Most of them had these sort of like very like blue and white uh wii u branding uh which you know is only something you know if you are actually own the system so me and four other people know this um that like that graphic design made it onto every single disc um just so you were aware what you were playing oh you know that is a good point for the wii like the game boxes uh, they were mostly white, very much matching like the sleek, right. kind of like a- aping Apple yeah. um, design around that time. And matching the Wii itself. Yeah, totally. With the, uh, the exception of certain games. like Including New Super Mario Brothers, which is one of the top selling games on the system. Right. And it was red. Right. And like Mario Red, which was very cool. My memory is that uh, I like Nintendo DS boxes were almost universally just like white similar yeah, to like I think, I think you're right. what we uh, boxes end up being. I don't have a memory of owning a Nintendo DX box that was like super different other yeah. than in the way that like the new Super Mario Brothers one right. was is very distinct on the Wii. For new Super Mario Brothers Wii. Yeah. yeah. I mean the, it, it 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 is fascinating that during the DS and Wii era Nintendo had narrowed in on this like bright apple white um sort of design aesthetic it was very in vogue though because do you remember like the totally L- do you remember like the lg chocolate phones oh yeah and that was also that like polar white mm-hmm. um so yeah it was very it was very much like a trendy color 
Yeah, and it's just nice that that they were able to extend that to uh, the packaging for their games as well. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I do think that's cool. Um, all right, moving on to the final entry on on the list here: the Nintendo Switch game card. Uh, Mark, for my money, these are too small. <laughs> I a, a loose one feels like a potato chip. Like <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Or like a well, like, what, what's what's uh, well, it's like a small, like like a half a Frito. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they're they're just too small to manage. They are they are pretty small. I uh, I think it's fun to see the return of game cards. Yes, I know that they have you know, or allegedly they have limited what you know third parties bring to the platform we see a lot of games where they are partially on card and you download the rest of it or they're not at all on card yeah but i think it's a unique kind of like a interesting i was gonna say like fun and that is kind of how i feel about it fun feature of the switch yeah um it is a marked difference from anything else that is out there yeah totally well and the it's it's so weird because like in so many ways, we've moved past the need for the game card at all. Mm-hmm. Um, that, like, you know, y- my sort of default assumption is that I'm going, unless it's something that I'm going to be collecting for whatever reason, I sort of assume I'm going to get the games digitally. Yeah. Um, but you and I have bemoaned on a couple different occasions that we have bought things digitally because then we can't share them with each other. Yep. Um, so, like, the fact that the option to still have them on card, yeah, game card, uh, feels good but we so seldom are smart enough to take advantage of it also yeah and i think the games that i have physically are um the labo vr Mm -hmm. the ring fit adventure yeah because you have to you have to not available digitally and then a new super mario brothers or no, no no sorry super mario 3d all stars Right, so basically all the games that you had to get. No, you could physically. get you could get 3D All Stars. Oh, that's true. That's true. But that's I, right. I I got it physically because I'm like, this is one that I don't know when these games are going to be available for me to play again. Yeah, fair enough. And so I want to have it in that physical form in case the next switch is not. So no one can take it away compatible. from you. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Uh, yeah. No, that's that's smart. That that was a good call. I have kind of a lot. Um, because at the beginning I was like. I, I sort of wanted to make it like a, a thing where I had a shelf of games. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I just go digital unless there's something that I know I want to uh, either have the collector's edition of like Metroid Dread or um, we had that listener send us uh, the steelbook case for um, Skyward Sword. Thanks again for that. Um, so I bought the physical version of that. So I had a, a game card to put in there because it felt weird to just have the, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just have the physical version of, or, that the digital version and the steelbook case. Uh, but yeah, uh, by, by and large, I don't feel much of a, an emotional attachment to the, to the game. I don't cards. really either. Just cause I use them so rarely. I do think it's funny that at this point, Nintendo was like, we should probably make these taste bad. Right. So people aren't, so kids aren't swallowing millions them. of game cards, probably ingested by children uh, on the uh, DS and the 3DS. You think they were probably the, the, uh, the switch game cards are the smallest, right? Yeah. Um, I think they are. I think they're smaller than a DS. Okay. Or uh, or three DS game card. Yeah, that that could be. Um, they feel so small. Mark. They are very small. Uh, and I actually I don't enjoy trying to get them in or out of the Switch yeah, either. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, especially one, it's another situation where there's like a little bit of a spring loaded thing mm-hmm. there. Uh, just like the NES, we're going full circle here. Uh, we're at the mercy of a spring inside your machine that might fail. Isn't that what they said at the Switch presentation, the reveal presentation, when they were talking about that the Switch gets one thing from every system? And yeah. from the NES, it was like this broken spring loading mechanism. That's a good joke, and I like it, but I believe what they said is that it comes with two controllers like the Famicom. So th- that that's what it took from that that generation. Well, as long as you liked it. I did like the joke. Thank you. <laughs> uh, all right, Mark. We have all of our pieces here. I think we need to start pulling uh, those that we care the least about, which is kind of just all the uh, game cards and game discs, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that is probably true. Although I will say for me... As much as we were um, talking smack, the GameCube game disc in its uniqueness will mm-hmm. save it from like the purgatory of some of these. Yeah, I, and I, I think the Wii game disc, for me, will also fall in that same interesting uh, kind of category for the reasons I set out uh, when we were talking about it. It's so simple. It's so sleek. It's exactly what everyone expects like a piece of media to be, um, and in that way is very much in line with what the Wii is. Does that make sense? I, yes. It's, it's as user-friendly as friction-free as possible. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. That makes um, sense. It still may be, you know, probably below all the game packs, but like, you know, may, maybe, maybe up there. So I, I think that means that the bottom of our list in some sort of order are the Wii U game disc and the uh, DS game card the Switch game card, and the 3DS game card. Does that seem right to you? That does seem right to me. For me, I think the Wii U game disc is at the bottom. Mm -hmm. And not because there's anything wrong with it, but there's nothing interesting or memorable about it. Yeah, I think that's probably right. I'm going to go ahead and put the 3DS game card just above that. Again, I want symmetry. I don't know what this nub... I mean, I know what the nub is doing. I know what the nub is Uh doing, but I don't care for it. I think that's fair. I no real pushback from me. Although I, you know, like the Nintendo Switch game card. Well, I let's we can give it bonus points for having a taste. Sure. They coat it with sure. something to make it taste bad. Right, like bitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. So does that mean the Switch game card is next, or the uh, Nintendo DS slash DSi enhanced slash DSi exclusive? Here's game card? What, what's difficult for me is that I have such fond memories of the Nintendo DS library and yeah. the Nintendo DS yeah. like that like that time like I yeah I just loved my Nintendo DS is and I loved playing games on it. I think it was just a such such a good system that and I don't get me wrong I love the Switch but I. It's just been so long that now I have nostalgia for the Nintendo DS. And so for that reason, I'm kind of like ranking it up there. Well, and I think you also have more experience uh, swapping the the cards in and out, right? Very true. Um, yeah. And anytime I swap a card in and out of my Nintendo Switch, I'm a little stressed out about it. <laughs> Again, they're so small, Mark. It's so small, and I do it so infrequently. It's vanishingly small. Uh. Every time I take it out, I assume it's going to disappear into the ether. It's going to evaporate, you know? Um, so... In in that way, I think the DS is like the perfect size mm-hmm. of a game card, small enough that it's like hyper portable, but big enough that it's not going to disappear into the pores in my hand. Do they even bother to like do anything special with the game cards on the Switch anymore? Like when they're releasing Zelda, do no, they ever it's, make it's, gold? It's they not don't even gold, they no. don't even like bother anymore no. because yeah, okay. So yes, I think I feel comfortable with putting the Switch next 
and then the Nintendo DS game cards above that. Okay, which means then we have to address the uh, GameCube disc and the Wii game disc. At this point, I am comfortable uh, slotting the uh, the Wii game disc next and then the GameCube game disc at the, at the top of this. And then sort of like seeing if, you know, how, how it holds up to the, the like top, whatever that is, uh, seven. Um, I think for me, yeah. I like the GameCube game disc more than I care about like the Game Boy Color specific game pack. Sure. Okay. Okay. Um, but you care less about the Wii game disc than either of those things. Is that correct? I don't know. I feel like the Wii, the Wii game disc and like the Game Boy Color game pack, kind of a wash for me. Sure. Okay. Okay. Do you do you have feelings about one or the other that might like help us push us push us in a direction? Well, it's it's tough. I almost want to collapse the Game Boy and the Game Boy Color into a single entry. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's right. Because I mean, it's definitely boosting the chances of the Game Boy Color game pack. Absolutely. Yeah. I I. I I almost think that the not to like tip my hand too much, but I think the Game Boy Game Pack is the one to beat. Um, like mm, uh, that, that I it's I can see that one running away. I know we both have nostalgia for the NES and the Super NES, um, uh, and obviously the Virtual Boy. We're gonna sp- <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna spread some jam on it and have a, a wonderful afternoon. Yum yum yum. Um, but uh, yeah, just the 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 Game Boy is such a um, like versatile. Um, and, uh, what, 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 it has a lot of endurance. It can take a lot of crap. Yes. That monkey's not going to break it. Nope. Um, I think it's a good one is, is what, is what I'm driving at. I, I think it's a, I think, I do think it's a good one. Um. So what do you think? Game Boy Color and Game Boy, are we collapsing them into one or are we keeping them separate? Because if we are keeping them separate, I think it goes below the Wii game disc for me. I, uh, I'm okay with that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we are sliding in the Game Boy Color Game Pack into the uh, above the Nintendo DS uh, game card, and then the Wii U game disc above that. See, that the, fe- sorry, the Wii game disc. Yeah, that feels wrong to me. Like I, I care more about the Nintendo DS game card than I care about the Game Boy Color Game Pack. So yeah. maybe really the only way to resolve this is to put the. Game Boy Color game back with the with the Game Boy and just consider it as one entity. Like really, we're just mm-hmm. considering the Game Boy game pack. Yeah, I I, I agree I with think that. That's I, I, I agree with I that. Okay, great. The, um, the play. so the uh, Game Boy Color game pack has now been removed from the board, and we are considering it as part of the Game Boy slash Game Boy Color I think game pack. So yeah, okay. um, it's it's a little tough, but I think that's right. I think that's really the only way. To consider it, right? Th- that's how I'm feeling right now. Okay, yeah, yeah and I if agree with that. We look, we reserve the right to change our minds mm-hmm. at a, at any time. Um, what do we do with the Game Boy Advance game pack? I think I like it better than than the Nintendo 64 game pack. Okay. Um, the shape of the of the Nintendo 64 makes it unstackable in a lot of ways. Um, and I don't know. I just. I've never met a person who had a good storage solution for Nintendo 64 game Yeah, packs. totally. Um, so as much as I care, as I like like the cartridges over the discs and cards, and I understand none of them are technically cartridges, um, the Nintendo 64 is probably my least favorite of them. So do you think in that case, it should go lower on our list? 
Yeah, maybe even lower. So you you've pulled out the uh the DS, uh so just above the Nintendo Switch game card, but below the Nintendo DS game card. That was my immediate go to. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. It's just and also look, man, it's the thing that sunk third party support on the mm-hmm. Nintendo sixty four and possibly rewrote history for uh, video games. Uh, yeah, the, impactful, the entire business. a very yes. impactful decision, but not necessarily one. Not a good one. Like, yeah, not a good one. Yeah. Um, okay, so then I think the uh, Game Boy Advance goes just above the Wii game disc. Okay. Um, and then at that point we have we are up into our top five we think and here are the candidates for top five: NES Game Pack, Game Boy Game Pack slash Game Boy Color Game Pack, and uh, Super NES Game Pack, Virtual Boy Game Pack, and GameCube Game Disc. I think Virtual Boy is next. That's probably fair because we as easy twenty two games would be, in the library. As easy as it would be for us. Yes. To get Game Boy into that top three. Right. Or, sorry, Virtual Boy into that top three. I think, in reality, we, sh- we should... This is as high as it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and look, what a great showing for the oh, Virtual yeah. Boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the Good only the time... Virtual Boy. The only time it's going to be number five, five on a list of anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unless it's, like, top five bad things. <laughs> um. Uh, okay, uh, and then I think probably the GameCube can uh, GameCube disc. Sorry, GameCube game disc mm-hmm. is just above the Virtual Boy game pack. Yeah, I I would either put it there or put the NES game pack next, fall, and then the GameCube game disc above it. I think the NES. The thing with the NES game pack is that it has that black vinyl sleeve, which is like a. It's so cool and so slick and if it was the one that had the red nintendo logo uh-huh. on it like and it had a very specific texture yeah absolutely yeah yeah i can see that okay i'm i i i feel good about that so putting the gamecube game disc just above the virtual boy at number four okay uh which means then we are down to the nes the game boy and the super nes and look are we nostalgic old men here possibly <laughs> but mark what do you think goes at number three for me, yeah, the NES game pack probably goes here. So I think you might be right, but I do look. These are all iconic uh, game packs, right? I so I think that these game packs benefit from being smaller, and so with the Super Nintendo one, mm. when they're able to pack more in, yeah. and it's like not as tall and unwieldy, like um, I think that that is a virtue. Yeah. And so for that reason, I would rank the Super Nintendo one higher than the Nintendo one. Yeah. Well, and I guess we do have to like look at the NES game pack sort of holistically. Um, and, you know, we talked about the trouble with the the connectors and like, is that the, the game pack's fault? Not necessarily, but also the solution where it's the top loader, like that just makes it look goofy because it's so tall. So I think you're probably right that we have to deduct a couple points. The one thing I do just want to shout out is that like, the shape of it and like the form factor is so iconic. Um, the glass uh, NES game pack that came with the collector's edition of Fire Emblem uh, from the end of last year is so sweet and so just like sleek and cool. Um, that like that's always going to mean games to me. Um, so like it's got extra points for being an icon, yeah, it is iconic, but 
I think the Game Boy and the Super NES game packs are better. And as we've talked about, like, the um, convex, concave, you know, like, ridges that allow you to get a game out, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about the NES game packs had, like, little, like, it's like a pinch point at the top. Yeah. Where, um, and like a, a spine, like in the middle of them. Yeah, where the cartridge, like, uh, uh, it's thick all along except for this one point. Yeah. Where they have these little, like, slots that are perfect, like, finger size where you yeah, can just, like, pull them just out. Grab them out. Yep. Man, what a bizarre form factor. It really, yeah. I mean, it was designed to not be like a game system. Yep. 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 Okay. Mark, that leaves us with the Game Boy Game Pack slash Game Boy Color Game Pack and the Super NES Game Pack. We talked about uh, varying colors of um, of Game Packs uh, on other platforms, but did we really talk about it on the Super NES? No, I don't think so. Because the uh, Link to the Past was never available in a gold cart, right? I don't think so. But like... Um, Killer Instinct was in a, a, a black cart. Maximum Carnage, famously, uh, was in a, a, a red game pack. Um, I feel like there must have been others, right? Was there a yellow one? All the ones we had, I mean, that was definitely true of the uh, Nintendo 64 era. Yeah. But all the ones that we had were just the standard gray, as far as I can recall. Yeah, yeah, I guess that. So all like that the Nintendo fir- first party heavy hitters were all just standard gray cartridge uh, i just googled yellow snes and it's just all discolored super <laughs> super nintendos um so yeah i'm not going to find any game cards this way um meanwhile the game uh the game boy obviously goes nuts with uh color variations mm-hmm. like they're the it, it's just around for so long that they have to like riff on it forever and ever what also, do you think here, mark i'm thinking that yeah it's probably the game boys to lose Mm-hmm. And I feel like, but the Super Nintendo Game Pack, yeah, I, I feel good about, like, Super Nintendo Game Pack at number two, Game Boy slash Game Boy Color Game Pack at number one. What do you make of the difference between the, I, I, I'm, I'm going to back that play, but I just want to interrogate this for a second, about the difference between the Super NES and the Super Famicom, like the, the slight difference in shape um, between those two cartridges. Do you have any feelings about it, or I I don't. Patrick, do you have any feelings about it? I I, I don't either. But it's it's almost closer to a Nintendo sixty four game pack in that like it doesn't have the these, the, the shoulders. Super Famicom one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's something that I really like about the specificness of the Super NES North America shape. Yeah, and I feel like that for me is maybe it's because it's the one I grew up on, but it's true of the system as well. Like objectively i don't know that it's a particularly good looking system it's a weird looking system Uh, yes absolutely but um it's so ingrained in my head in that and i feel like the cartridge is such a uh such a perfect because the cartridge like goes in the center at the top yeah like it makes sense that it would all look and feel similar in a way that like the game boy game carts like don't reflect the system yeah 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 but they yeah, didn't need I get to that. they just reflect like nintendo's like iconography at that point yeah i do think there's uh, I'm, I'm just like uh, sort of refreshing uh myself now and like looking at the um art for uh a lot of the um super nes that are on the super nes cartridges uh game packs uh, and it's interesting that 
the even though the sticker is that like rectangular shape, all of the key art is kind of the square shape, which is sort of dead space, like negative space on either side of them, which is a weird choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a choice they had to make over and over again. Uh, okay, um, so I think that makes sense. The Super NES game pack goes in at number two, and the Game Boy slash Game Boy Color game pack comes in at number one. Mark, how do you feel about this list? I feel good. I do feel like the NES game pack, you're a little bit like, ooh, should that go above the Super Nintendo just because it is so much more iconic? But I think out like actual use that the Super Nintendo wins out, so I, I feel okay about this top three. Uh yeah yeah I, I I do too I also think that you know the yeah no I I I I, th- I think this is right I I I think we've done it here Mark uh from the bottom uh our our list reads uh, as follows coming in at number twelve the Wii U game disc at number eleven the Nintendo 3DS game card at number ten Nintendo Switch game card at number nine the Nintendo 64 game pack at number eight the Nintendo DS uh game card. At number seven, the Wii Game Disc. At number six, the Game Boy Advance Game Pack. At number five, the Virtual Boy Game Pack. Number five, the Virtual Boy Game Pack. Number four, the GameCube Game Disc. Number three, the NES Game Pack. Number two, the Super NES uh, Game Pack. And at number one, the Game Boy slash Game Boy Color Game Pack. Uh, Mark, we've done it. We can now renew our Cartridge Society certification, uh, but not our Game Pack certification, Society Game. Look. We're, we're one thing, and that's it. we're going to die that way. Uh, let's close this out. Okay, that is going to do it for this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. If you had any uh, thoughts about our ranking here, any features of the uh, game packs, game cards, game discs that we did not bring up, uh, please email us, let us know. Email us, Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com, or tweet at us. Um, Remember, uh, please rate, review, and follow us on Apple Podcasts. If you like the episode, you can share it on Facebook or Twitter. We appreciate it when you do that. Um, on Twitter, you can follow us. I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers. Mark is at MKE Mitchell, and the show is at Nin Card Society. You can also tweet at us there with any of your thoughts. We also have a Facebook page, uh, which is just Nintendo Cartridge Society. Olivia Duncan made our logo. Our theme music is provided by Ape Betty. You can get more of his music by going to apebetty.com or by listening right now. For my co-host, Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Eller saying maybe next time we rank memory cards or something. I don't know. And thanks for listening. I'm Brian Husky. I'm bald. And I'm Charlie Sanders, and I'm also bald. And we host Bald Talk on the Campfire Media Network. Bald Talk is the podcast where two bald comedians talk to anyone bald about being bald. But this show isn't just for baldies, Brian. Harrow's will love it, too. Bald Talk gets into vulnerability, vanity, insecurity, and self-acceptance, reminding us that we all have our respective bald spots. Not that bald spots are a bad thing. No way. I mean, my entire head is one big bald spot. It is one huge, beautiful bald spot, Charlie. Get Bald Talk on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, I I have like a little bit of hair, but not like you. Like you're really bald. I'm truly bald. Great. I mean, it's I'm great. balder I than it. you. You are balder than me. Only on Bald Talk. Campfire. <laughs>